Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Even though it's not really Christmas just yet, but it's like the second week of December. So it is the festive season. It is. We're right in the middle of the festive season, really, because I like to think that the festive season doesn't start until December. That well, true. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like you know seeing decorations and stuff in shops from like the middle of October I'm like oh calm down and like, you know what I think it's worse in Australia because we don't really do Halloween and like we don't celebrate Thanksgiving well in America it starts after Thanksgiving exactly so we don't have that anyway they don't do that's Caitlin and she's from just a bookish babe yes I am and that's Michelle and she's from the unfinished bookshelf we are better words I like that. that was we good. are better words. <laughs> anyway. I don't, I don't think I've said it that way before. Like, no offense to Jack or anyone else who's bought me Christmas presents, like your good self, but nothing can top what happened to me on the weekend. Yeah, we might as well have not even bothered this year. I know, like, literally had the best night of my entire life. Um, and it's never going to get any better than that. Unless I see Paul McCartney live in concert again or meet him and manage to not make a fool of myself. Um, Could you imagine if, like, you met him? Like, honestly, I think of this a lot. Like, what if you meet these people that you really, really love? I have panic dreams about really being stupid. stupid. Yeah. Oh. I had so many panic dreams throughout the week that we wouldn't get there on time. Oh, yeah. Or that something would hold us up. I think I had about three panic dreams where I woke up and I was like, oh, gotta get there. Um... It was amazing. Um, okay, so we got completely rained on because there was a severe storm. And I was like, we're sitting on the field, like, this rain just has to go away before 7.30. But my dress dried off, like, literally looked like we'd just been through a, sh- a shower, like, and just stood in our clothes. It was so <laughs> wet. But there was a really nice breeze, so my dress dried off really quickly, um, which, I mean, like, I didn't really care how I looked. It was just more about comfort because yeah. – I was you don't want to ripping. sit in a dripping wet dress. Literally dripping. Ages, yeah. yeah, and my denim jacket was, jacket was still damp, but it wasn't too bad because the compromise on not wearing jeans and, t- and a Beatles T-shirt, which I'm glad I didn't given the weather situation, was to wear a, a summer dress and my denim jacket with a bunch of Beatles pins on it. Cool. Some of which I bought in Liverpool, so that was cool. That's pretty cool. Um, I loved everything about it. I loved every second Paul is amazing. He's so energetic. I can't believe he's 75. He was all over the stage for three hours straight, did not take a break. Really? Yeah, he was incredible. He's amazing. One of my favourite bits was when he went off the first time and came back on for the encore. They came back with the British flag, the Australian flag, the Indigenous flag and the rainbow flag. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. I know, it was so nice. Um, and in case anyone cares, there are probably very few listeners who are really into this, but, um, my personal favorites were something, which Mm -hmm. is my top favorite Beatles song anyway. It's written by George Harrison. So Paul uses it as a tribute to George That's nice. and he starts it on a ukulele that George gave him and he talks about George. And he starts it on that. And was there, a, just to interrupt you, was there like a lot of talking? Actually, surprising amount of little anecdotes. So at the end of this song called Let Me Roll It, which is a wing song, they add on this amazing guitar solo, which I knew that they added on because I've listened to some live albums before mm-hmm. of Paul's like Good Evening New York City. And um, 
I knew they were going to add this thing on, but what I didn't know is what he told us afterwards is that they add it on as a tribute to Jimi Hendrix. Oh, cool. And then he's like, yeah, so, like, um, tells a story about how Jimi um, played Sgt. Pepper, like, the day it came, the day after it came out. He, he, he covered it. He learned it. He covered it. But he, like, played, got so into it that he got his guitar out of tune and then Paul was like, yeah, he was He was like, is Eric out there? Is Eric out there? And he was asking for Eric Clapton. And you're just like mind-blown that all these legends of music were just all friends. That's and they so tell, cool. And they tell this other story about um, the Rolling Stones. So when they just signed their record deal, um, they didn't have a hit single. Mm-hmm. Well, they may have had satisfaction. I'm, I can't remember. But basically... Um, George, uh, sorry, John and Paul were looking at guitar shops and Mick and Keith came past in a taxi and they jumped in the cab with them and they were saying how they didn't have a song and um, Paul and George, uh, John were like, oh, there's this one we've been working on, you guys can have it. And it became their, like, first UK number one or something. Wow. So, like, it's just really cool because obviously now you're like, oh, my gosh, these are just legends. Um, it was also one of my other favourite McCartney songs for its feeling and emotion is called Maybe I'm Amazed and that one he said, you know, this, I wrote this for Linda. So he came on and he said um, he did um, a song called My Valentine which is like I wrote this for my wife Nancy and she's in the audience tonight and he's like I've got about 16 family members who've come to see the show tonight and he's like this one's for you Nancy and it was really sweet. Aww. And then the next song after that was maybe I'm amazed and he's like and this one I wrote for Linda and it was just really really sweet um so if you're not familiar with the story Linda and Paul um met in just before Sergeant Pepper was released in 1967 so 50 years ago mm. and um she had been sent over to photograph people like Jimi Hendrix and she was a, a rock photographer for magazines and stuff. That's an awesome job. I know. Um, so he was like, come to the Sergeant Pepper launch. Like they've met at a club and he's like pretty, like liked her and was like, come to the Sergeant Pepper launch party. So she came and, you know, it would be for her job anyway. And then um, I think she might have fallen pregnant before they got married and they got married um, and yeah they were together for a long time until in the 90s she died from breast cancer Mm -hmm. which actually is what Paul's mum died of as well so obviously pretty sad coincidence there um but he talks about her in a a documentary called Wingspan because Wings was them with other people but it was mainly like they were the core two and there was one other person that was always there, but it was about them together and he speaks about the fact that he only ever spent nights apart from her when he was locked up in jail for... They found <laughs> they found some... Uh, um, they found some cannabis in one of his bags when he went into Japan once and he was locked up for 12 nights or something. Oh, wow. But and that was like the only time. That was like yeah. the only time he spent away from her. Wow. Um, so they That's were, really sweet. Incre- yeah, they were incredibly <laughs> close and, um, obviously she's like the mother of his kids and stuff. Mm. So, um, it was obviously really nice to have that tribute to her as well. Um, and the other really touching tribute was to John, um, and mm. song, the song was called Here Today and it's about a conversation. It's like, I, you need to have these conversations with people. Like, don't just take it for granted. I wish I'd told him that I loved him. 
I know. And you know what made it sadder is that the ninth, it was the anniversary of John's death, which is when we saw the concert. So it was the eighth. Because the eighth, okay, so the eighth is my birthday, which is part of what I was going to talk about. Yeah. But I've always, like, remembered oh, that. Oh, gosh, year. maybe it was. Okay, well, then if it was the night after. I always get confused because... Well, very, very close because you saw him on the ninth, so... Yeah, well, I, okay, so this is what always... Day or day after. It confuses me because I know his birthday is either on... I think his birthday is on the ninth, so maybe he's he died on the eighth. So or maybe it's the other way around. Maybe it's the this way is where I always like I'm a bad fan, but I always get just get confused because I remembered it by remembering those two facts together. Um, so anyway, it was yeah. just an amazing night. Um, maybe cut out the bit where I didn't know John's actual day of his death. You just don't want your reputation as a Beatles fanatic to be ruined. No. Even though it was like one thing I know about them, Michelle. I'm probably gonna leave this in. Anyway, it was beautiful. Um, there was also a lovely tribute to Sir George Martin, who died only last year, mm -hmm. um, who was their producer for many years, a bit of a father figure, um, and Paul talked about him. But, yeah, the stories he shared were, were really lovely. Yeah. So um, another one that was really touching for me was Mull of Kintai, which I really like as a song anyway um, because I like the bagpipes and stuff and the Queensland combined pipe band. Um performed with Paul um, and I liked it before I realised that it was actually the song that my mum walked down the aisle to. She That's just really walked nice. down to the bagpipe bit so I think that was probably my dad's favourite part of the night too oh, um, nice. and I recorded it for my mum um, but that song always gives me chills and yes I do want to go to the Mole of Kintyre because it's just this island off Scotland and the Scottish islands were already on my list of things to do, but obviously it'd be nice to go there. So that's really cool. Yeah. It's, it was a very sweet night. And then the next night um, we went to see Cat Stevens, which was just beautiful um, in a totally different way to Paul. And um, at the end he spoke about um, Zootopia and <laughs> I know it's weird. Hey, um, so he spoke about Zootopia and the speech that Judy, the main character, makes at the end about how everyone has to do their best to try to be a better person and that's the only way we can make the world a better place. And then yeah. after that he sang Peace Train, which was lovely, and then came back for the encore and stuff. But um, I think it was just a really nice time to be reminded of, of Kat's work um, because obviously it's... It, the world is not a very nice place at the moment in a lot of ways. And I left there feeling so peaceful. And That's really nice. Yeah, it was really beautiful. And But he did make this joke. He said something because, um, again, if you're not familiar with Cat Stevens, he actually changed his name to Yusuf Islam um, oh, many, many years ago when he converted to Islam. And for a long time was... A recluse and, and did not and this tour is him coming back and he's, he's singing his old songs as well so it was told he kind of told his life story interspersed with song um and this is the first time that he's really done that in many years but he made this joke he was like I was on the plane to America and he's like yes they even let me in there even now after Trump <laughs> <laughs> and it was just really funny That's and then really someone's funny. like you know like Trump. <laughs> um, but yeah it was Cat was really beautiful totally different vibe but I loved it 
Um, and yeah, my year is made. So yeah. Cool. Well, before that, Michelle had already had quite the weekend, in my opinion. Yes. Because my 21st birthday was the day before she went yes. left to have that magical weekend of music in Brisbane. It so, was a very, very nice soiree. Thank you. Very elegant. Yes. So yeah. many cute photos of Caitlin as a little kid. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my, so youngest, my younger sister made a PowerPoint. And I swear, every third photo I was like... Oh no, why did I let her do this? But everyone kept saying no, they that. were gorgeous. There was a lot of really cute photos. Like just of all, you know, me, my siblings, my cousins, even um, some of my friends from like just year eight compared yeah. to now. Like a lot of really cute photos. Yeah. Um, and your dad made the cutest speech. Yeah. I was really, was really sweet. I was really impressed with my dad. But yeah, the whole night was really nice. And um, I was lucky enough to be able to spend my 21st birthday with some family friends and um did get a little bit spoiled which is lovely and I'm lucky enough um to be able to have had that um yeah but I think my well one of my favorite bits about the whole 21st which I am going to talk about now because this is the bit that you know really involves me and just me um is what I wore so the whole party was 1920s themed I did all the decorations in black and silver and I wore a I just freaking love this dress like when can I go to another 20s party so and wear it um yeah it was pale pink and fully beaded and I um my mum and my sister and I got a bit pampered because it was my birthday so we got our hair and makeup done and my hair was like 1920s like curl and I recently cut my hair couple of months ago so it was just like the perfect 1920s length and I've no idea what I would have done if I yeah like she looks nothing like our logo you know I don't really look like that anymore although to be fair in our logo my hair looks way shorter than it is normally because mm. it's curled that's right yeah and not like my normal frizzy curly like I but curled, curled I curled it curled it it looks really ringlety yeah ring ringlety that's not really a word oh, but we can make it a word you know what that's I mean fine. It was a beautiful night. pronunciation on better words. Yeah. It was a beautiful night. Um, one of the things I got Caitlin for her pre- her like present was um kinky boots. On DVD. Yeah, so yes. we're gonna have to watch that and report back because our long-time listeners will know that we adored the musical when we went and saw it in Brisbane. Yeah, so neither of us have seen the movie though. So Because we just like couldn't find it anywhere and then yeah, I saw it. Yeah, we wanted it. to watch it before we saw the show. Yeah, we just, yeah it was like, on Netflix, so <laughs> Oh. And then I saw I turned around. It was so fortuitous because I turned around. I wasn't even looking for it. I was actually looking for a Christmas movie, um, which we will talk about later on in this episode. But I turned around and it was just at eye level and it was like $5. And I was like, oh, I get one for Caitlin and one for me. So it wasn't like necessary. I would have got it for you anyway, even if it wasn't your birthday because yeah. I knew that we both wanted to watch it. Mm. But um, I'm excited to see that with you. Yeah well so it's really good um and one other little piece of news that I wanted to share um is that I finally finished reading Girl Logic by Eliza Schlesinger which I was talking about I think in our episode with Margot I can't actually remember if that was the bit that was on air or if we were talking about it afterwards anyway I love Eliza and I love her Netflix specials Confirmed Kills and Freezing Hot they're hilarious and uh, when we moved into our house, 
Jack got me her debut book, Girl Logic. Um, he had actually pre-ordered it while I was away, oh, which cute. was very cute. Um, and I think he was going to make me wait till Christmas, but then, thank God, he didn't. Um, so I finally finished it. It is so good. And I'm actually sad at that I, I finished it so close to your birthday. Otherwise, I would have got you that for your 21st because it's so empowering and amazing and just, like, totally kind of kick ass and it's all about how you can navigate your way through a lot of different situations and her advice comes from not from a place of like oh I've made it this is how you can make it too it's like hey I'm still on this journey and there's a lot of things that will go wrong for you there's a lot of things that will go wrong for me but you have the power to make the most of them and there's like one bitch is like literally unless you're dying, pretty much you can turn any situation around and make make it better for yourself. Like oh, yeah. I don't know how to say That's it, but nice. like don't let your what she calls your girl logic. She's like don't let that trick you into thinking you can't. Like unless you are dying, you can use your girl logic yeah. to make things better. And yeah, that sounds really cool. It's like, so good. Like, I'm um, I want everyone to get this. If 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 you're a man and you're listening, like, wow, welcome. Um, but get it for the women in your life. Like, okay, yes, men can read it too, but Eliza is writing what she understands of a woman's experience. So it's not necessarily going to be relevant to guys. But I think if you're open to learning more about women as well, like I know, I think Jack will enjoy reading it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of like a bit of an understanding of the, the shit that goes on in our heads sometimes. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I don't need to say, obviously she's generalising and not everyone's the same, but I think there is at least one anecdote in that that can relate to everyone. Everyone will find something in this book and I just loved it. And it's one of my all-time favourite books now and I'm going to keep going. Like as soon as I finished, I was like, I want to read this again. It was so good. <laughs> it was so, so good. It was very moving. Okay. Have you well, read anything lately or...? Do you just want to go straight into I was not going to mention a book in this intro. Okay. I was just going to go straight into the Christmas. Ooh. Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Is that so, a thing? Why did you just make that? I just, I just said Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. So, All I want for Christmas is books. Okay. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't plan that, obviously. No. Yeah, well, um, you can sing all I did want. Did it, did it, did it. Anyway. Uh, um, so now it's time for our... Christmas discussion. So the first thing we're going to talk about, re the Christmas and the festive season. Is why there's some caramello Santas on the desk unopened. Yeah. (laughs) I've been like eyeing them off the whole time. Yes, please. There you go. Thank you. Plus it's hot, they'll probably melt. Yeah. We have all melted Santas. This is delicious. Anyway, so no, the first thing I was gonna say was first on the agenda, Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Perfect timing for me to shove a chocolate in my mouth. Uh-huh. Um, okay. This morning, I finished watching A Christmas Prince, the new Netflix special. That is so absurd, yet so beautiful. I can't wait to watch it. And, like, it. I love it, but at the same time, I'm like, this is ridiculous. But I also want to watch it again. Like, it was just... So, it was so weird, but I loved it. It's really hard to describe. It's a bit like Princess Diaries, 
but obviously not as good. But it's a bit like Princess Diaries and that. But set at Christmas. Yeah, and there's this strange place like Aldovia that's just like, that's not a real country, right? Aldovia. Yeah. I doubt it. Yeah, I was just checking. I was like, shit, is it a real country? What? No, well, you know, yeah, is Exactly. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. It's like, it's set in Aldovia, but they all have like British accents. And, yeah. You know. Um, Everyone in Genovia is American. <laughs> I know, it's so weird. And they have, like, the worst security on the planet. Mm. Um, And there is, you know, a title challenge. It is a bit of a mix of both Princess Diaries 1 and 2. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's it's just ridiculous. Some kind of odd version of like Highland Games or something. Is that what you're? No, no. There's a there's a challenge to the throne. Oh, challenge to the throne. I thought you were gonna say she has to like like someone has to like compete. You know, like in Brave or in like um. Maybe Maid of Honor. Maybe it's also a bit of a mix of Ella Enchanted then. Oh, I love Ella Enchanted. Just mash together all Anne Hathaway's movies, and it Mm. would still be a great movie. Mm. Okay. Well, I cannot wait to watch A Christmas Prince. I think you're gonna love it. Yeah. I have to admit, though, um, this Christmas season, I have sort of decided that I want to watch Christmas movies that I haven't seen before. Okay. This is going to include A Christmas Prince and whatever other Hallmark movies I can find on Netflix because... Can we find Becker's? Is yeah, it on need, Netflix? I doubt it because mm. it came out this year. Yeah. But, yes, so we are referring to... The Hallmark movie that came out, I think, in November. What's it even called? A Song for Christmas. Okay. It's like a musical one. Oh, of course. That's why I was in it, right? Yeah. I told my mum about it. I said that I had heard about this Netflix – Netflix. I heard about this Hallmark Christmas movie or whatever, and mum knew what I meant when I said Hallmark. We had Mm. to explain it to Jack yesterday. That was pretty funny. Um, And I said I'd heard about this one with this girl from Glee – um Beethoven. Yes, Beethoven. I this is me general- also from the lady gang. Yes, but this is me generalizing to tell my mum. Yeah. So I said I'd heard about this one from with this girl from Glee. And I was like, so rom-com, Christmas, musicals, musicals, and an actress I like from Glee. I was like, I am there. <laughs> so we need to figure out where we can watch it. Maybe we have to stream online or something, because it won't be on Netflix because it only came out this year. Yeah, that's true. But there are previous like years ones on Netflix with like Lisa Javert and Candace Cameron Bure, like oh, so excited! Yeah. Okay, favorite Christmas movie. Okay, my favorite Christmas movies. I love. I really love like the family ones that I watch with like my brother and sister. So, oh. the Santa Claus. Oh, I was gonna say that is an three. old school classic. Yeah, I mean, you really have old classic. Tim, Tim Allen. I was like in my head, I was like Tim Curry. No, it's not Tim no. Curry. Oh my god! But Tim Curry. Is in my favorite Christmas movie, which is Home Alone Two. Your favorite is Home Alone Two, not Home Alone One. I think I liked Home Alone Two because it made me realize that I want to go and um, go to New York and live in the Plaza Hotel because it links to another favorite Christmas movie of mine, Eloise, Eloise at Christmas. Yes, I have definitely seen Eloise at Christmas. I don't know if I would call it a favorite. I do I've really really like times. Home Alone One and Two. Um. Seriously, though, how does that family literally forget their child? I have no idea. Honestly, as I get older, I really, really start to question that because, like, I love Catherine O'Hara and I'm just like, I feel like this portrays you really badly because (laughs) you are a terrible parent. I mean, I know. But, um, yes, I really like 
I really like the first one because every time I hear rocking around the Christmas tree, I picture him like pulling the strings of the cardboard cutouts. He's like, like, you know? Yeah, I know. He does you know a similar what I mean? sort of thing in um in the second one as yeah. well, but it's a different song. Yeah. My favourite bits are when he's like got the, the either the pizza guy or the bit in Home Alone 2 with Tim Curry where he's like, I saw you last night and you were doing this with old Tim or whatever. And, the, and yeah. like they both look around and they're like, yeah, no, like, no, like with that audio yeah. from an old movie. Yeah. yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. And a happy new year. Yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway, yeah, Macaulay Culkin is brilliant. Yeah. We'll also put a plug in for Richie Rich, not a Christmas movie, but another great but just Macaulay a, Culkin. Just a classic. Yeah. Classic. Okay, so no, yeah, the Santa, I want to talk about Santa Claus a bit too. Though. Okay. I Also ridiculous, but anyway. But you know what? I have to say, when I watched this movie when I was like a kid, like younger, and like with my younger brother and everything like that, honestly, of all the different portrayals of like how Christmas works with like Santa or Father Christmas and like how reindeers work and how the elves work and everything like that. I feel like this movie is the most logical. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I don't know, the explanation, I was like, someone very smart came up with all came up with all What this. is the explanation? So I haven't watched this movie in like oh, 10 years. Well, Santa falls off the roof and Tim Allen like puts on his pants mm. <laughs> and then... So then, um, because he puts on the suit, then he becomes Santa Claus. So it's not like a thing where Santa Claus like lives forever. It's like if something happens to Santa Claus, there can be another Santa Claus because of the magic of the suit. Mm-hmm. So he becomes Santa Claus because of the magic of the suit and like the reindeer, really bad animation and like characters and everything when you look back at it. But yeah, and the elves all you know, actually, like, make things and, I don't know, some like that, like, the way they explain, like, the Christmas magic, like, I think makes, makes a lot of sense. sense, which is probably why it's such a good movie and why it's held up, because, I mean, really, how old are all those movies? Yeah, probably, like, 15 years old now. Yeah, just over, maybe, yeah. Mm. I mean, the first one, especially, because mm. I th- that's the other thing, is that while the first one is fantastic... The hmm. second and third are also actually really, really good. And I really like the third one because Martin Short is in it and he's like Jack Frost or whatever. And it's yes. like they bring in sort of that other mm. element and it's like Jack Frost wants to be Father Christmas. <laughs> and then he like does the whole like Christmas Winter Wonderland like amusement park and everyone can actually come to the North Pole. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I just really like Martin Short as well. <laughs> I love Martin Short. Okay. Um... So, yes, that's a fave. Okay, we have to talk about Elf, though, because that's a very, very common favourite. I wouldn't call it one of my personal favourites, probably just because I haven't really seen it as much. I don't think I... I can't even remember if I've finished it. Really? Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Will Ferrell. Neither am I. And I have actually um, only recently, um, I guess appreciated him a bit more because my aunt Monica made me watch Stranger Than Fiction. Okay. Really, really good. What's you that? would really like that. I'm sure I would. Taking, Monica has great taste. Yeah, we're taking a bit of a Christmas detour here to talk about Will Ferrell. But, so Will Ferrell 
is just like some ordinary man. It's not like a comedic movie really. And um, he's like works for the IRS or something. But um, Emma Thompson is an author. So she's like writing the book or whatever. And he starts to hear her because he's the character in her book. That's so then, cool. So then he like goes to find her and he's like, what is happening and everything. And, he's, and he reads the books that she's written. Um, she hasn't finished typing it. So the story is not like finalized. And it's like he, I'm not going to give it away. But so like he like, yeah, it's really interesting because like as she changes her mind about what happens, different things happen. And oh. like he tries to figure out what's going on. And Dustin Hoffman is like a university lecturer and he like tries to figure out, um, you know, he's like, well, I mean, you can try and control the narrative. And, you know, he's like, are you in a comedy or a tragedy? And there's like this girl, Maggie Gyllenhaal, and <laughs> she's like, if she likes you and he like keeps track and every time she's mean to him he's like tragedy <laughs> it's really cute you'd really like it i would want to watch it again it just seems weird because will Ferrell. see i associate not, him yeah with all you know elf daddy's home like all of these like stepbrothers yeah all of those all like, those ridiculous movies that i'm yeah, not and a huge like, fan of and he's an snl cast mm. you know i just like, don't find like, american humor that funny generally i'm much more of a brit See, well, I mean, I agree with you. British humour is great. I do really like, I don't know, it depends on the person. I'm not really, I mean, we've talked about this before, I'm not really a big fan of Jim Carrey either, whereas mm. you are. Oh, like I wouldn't say big fan. I like his early stuff. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, I am interested to watch Elf again this year, probably with my brother because of now that I've seen Will Ferrell in something else. Mm. And can probably appreciate the acting chops. Um, And also because my younger brother was in a junior production of the musical version of Elf. So I just really, really thought it was cute. So now this always happens whenever anyone does a show or anything that I see, I think about the show when I watch the movie. Like, so now this happens when I watch (laughs) Mulan, Grease. Even, like, oh, everything. Singing in the rain. Hmm. Yeah. Um, speaking of Jim Carrey. Yeah. Here's the other Christmas classic. My favourite. Really? I love The Grinch. Mainly because I am The Grinch. <laughs> hate, hate, hate both entirely. Because isn't that just, just you? Like, I love The I Grinch. I don't think I've watched it as... A, I'm going to say as a late teen young adult. I feel like that's when you really appreciate I, the Grinch character. Yeah. See, I always like, didn't like oh. it because I'm like, oh, the Grinch is me. No, I'm the like, bit where he's like, like help me, I'm feeling. That's me after, like, when I was dating. I was like, I don't want to feel this. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be completely honest, I appreciate the Grinch more now simply because of, like, the yeah the other like, stuff like the bit where he's like looking in the mirror and he's like trying and he's like that's it i'm not going yeah and, like, like all that stuff all, all those things where it's like when you can't decide what to wear and he's like oh, i'm not going all see to be things. honest i don't even care about the rest of the movie i just love the grinch yeah um so yeah that's it that's a favorite for me um, i do love the like seuss whoville sort of things again but then again again relates to another musical seuss school the musical so 
Um, actually, you know what? A newcomer to my favourites will be now that we've both, both watched. What? Bad Moms. <gasps> Christmas. Yes. That was really fun. I loved that. That was the sort of movie I needed. I watched it after the Queensland election and I'd been quite busy at work. And I was like, yes, I just needed something fun. Yeah. To like that switch my really brain fun. off. That was really good. I loved that. Um, another one that I really enjoy is Arthur Christmas, which is animated. See, I'm not even 100% sure if I've seen that. It's really cute. Is Arthur Christmas? What's Arthur Christmas? So yeah. What's so Arthur? there's. Well, because there's, like, Santa Claus and his wife, and then there's, like, two brothers, their sons. Uh-huh. So the older brother is, like, the strong, amazing one, and he's going to be, like, he's, he's going to be, be Santa. Exactly. And then there's Arthur, who's, like, a bit hapless, this gangly string bean of a kid who's just, like, all over the place. So it's not, like, based off some other movie. I don't think about so. About that Arthur character. Oh. No, no, no. It's and just a Christmas movie. By itself, yeah. See, so it's called Arthur Christmas, so for some reason, I was always like, Who the hell is Arthur? Like, where, no, where because, are these other movies? Because their last name is Christmas, I think, or something yeah, like that. His father Christmas, yes, yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so then he has to come to the rescue and like save Christmas and blah blah. It's really cute, though. It's okay. cute. Um, Maybe I should watch that. It's sweet, it's on Netflix. That is that's a cute movie. Well, see, um, here's our ch- my chance to watch all of these Christmas movies that I haven't seen, seen because they're on Netflix. You know what else is on Netflix that I've never seen? What? Miracle on 34th Street. I've never seen that. And I think both versions are on there too. Yeah. Because that one was the other one that my mum mentioned. She's never seen it either. And I was like, we have to start watching these movies that we've never seen because most of our Christmas classics that, you know, we have on like DVD or whatever, it's like The Santa Claus... Family Stone, and then like the ones that are always on TV, like Love Actually and Elf. And you see, know. I'm not a huge fan of the Family Stone, but I really like Christmas. I haven't with the... seen it in ages. I think I want to rewatch it, but I really like Christmas with the Cranks, and you don't. No, see, okay. Here is my other thing: is that all of those family Christmas movies, those family Christmas comedy movies that are like the Griswolds and like the Vacation, and you know, all those ones with um, Chevy Chase and. Christmas with the I don't I Christmas with the cranks I think kind of falls into that category and I can't do it because I freaking hate my mum loves the Griswolds one and every time we go past a house with Christmas lights she's like oh there's some Griswolds action like she's always going on about the Griswolds and I just can't do it I can't okay fair enough <laughs> fair enough I find it funny but um so should we talk about TV specials yes so okay. I may be wrong here, but I feel like shows don't really do Christmas specials as much no. anymore now that they're streaming. No, because it's not a big deal to do, like, a Christmas special. I mean, shows still do, like, Christmas episodes and stuff like that, mm. but not, like, a Christmas special. You know I what think... Christmas special I thought of when we were planning this Ooh. episode? Yes. The Vicar of Dibley one. <gasps> okay. The Vicar That's of Dibley always... is one of my favourite. And what do you mean the Vicar of Dibley one? There's like four. Yeah, exactly. There's like four. I, and they I all play them. on TV yes. at Christmas time. I love the Vicar <gasps> I of I love Dibley. the one where she, I think it's the first one, where she agrees to go to everybody's Christmas lunch. And yeah. then she's just like vomiting at the end. That is so funny. And isn't there one where they're doing the nativity and like her really dumb friend is playing Mary Alice. or something? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. And she ends up giving birth. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then she's oh, like, love this, the Vicar of does this mean my child is Jesus? And she's like, no. 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 <laughs> it's so good. Um, so following on from that, 
um, a lot of British shows. I think the Brits are the best at doing Christmas specials that are like movie length things. Um, One that's a a constant like heart-wrenching slash heartwarming one is called The Midwife. And they've, oh. they've got six seasons and they've done a Christmas special at the end of every season. Wow. Yeah. That's so they have six Christmas specials. So they haven't just, like, done one. They've just no. Done, they do them every year. Yeah. Wow. And they're, like, so each episode of Call the Midwife is about an hour and these are, like, an hour and a half. Okay. So they're, like, movie length. And same with Downton Abbey. They would always finish the season with a, like, two-hour Christmas special. Wow. That is, like, the season it's finale. Pro- for some reason. Well, you know what? It's probably bigger in britain for some reason i feel like because they're inside and well yeah maybe whereas here all our shows end because all our shows all our shows finish before the cricket starts or they start after the tennis tennis. yeah they start after the tennis or they finish before the cricket starts which is why i never watch anything except christmas movies in december and january exactly because my dad's cricket and tennis is on um, so one of my all-time favourite things, and I do watch this every Christmas since I discovered it, is Gavin and Stacey's Christmas special. And last year I got up like super early, like 4am one morning to watch it with Jasmine. Oh, cool. Like we watched it together and um, messaged each other, which was really, really cute. Um, so we both know it off by heart. We love it so much. And that is a is a really good one, but it also like if you're watching the series, you have to watch it to understand. Like it's not oh, a standalone. Yeah. Um, the other really good Whereas ones. Whereas the Vicar of Dibley ones, you can probably you can kind just of watch, watch them by themselves. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other really good ones are sitcom specials. So Miranda and Outnumbered always have really funny Christmas episodes. Yeah. And Kath and Kim. Oh, have a Christmas. The special. only one on there. That's set in summer because it's because it's Australian, Australian and they're in Melbourne. Yeah, and they dance carols by candlelight with each other. My God, she with Michael Bublé and she's like obsessed with Michael Bublé and oh Kel knocks him out because that was hilarious. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, watch that again this year. Oh so another um, series that I love in the UK, Jonathan Creek, do the whole like movie length special that you can like standalone ones and they're always really good they're not necessarily christmas themed but they would always um i think in the uk would always come out at christmas and they're the long episode so they kind of are a special um and one foot in the grave which if you've not watched is a gem from the 90s which is so funny which is actually written by the same guy who did jonathan creek and it's very much like you can never see there are all these random connections which comes together at the end but you never realise how it's going to work out. Oh, that's pretty cool. But One Foot in the Grave is hilarious. Um, and I had Vicar of Dibley on my list oh, as good. well. I love Vicar of Dibley. Yeah. So my other Christmas, not you're more talking about like TV specials because most of your favourite shows are British. Yes. Most of my favorite shows are American because so they fit in Christmas. Yeah, so they episodes. do do they do Christmas episodes, um, but the ones I enjoy the Christmas episodes in any TV series really because Christmas is just fun and they usually do something cool for the episode because it's like a Christmas episode. Yeah, but the ones that I like, well, not the ones I like, the ones that I could rewatch if I like if I want to watch some Christmas stuff of things that I love. I rewatch the Friends Christmas episodes. Of course you do. 
Um, <laughs> How did I know that was going to well, be on look, there? There are just so many good ones. But see, the thing with Friends is that sometimes they don't necessarily do a Christmas episode because they always do a Thanksgiving episode because yes. it's America um, or like New Year. So sort of holiday, depending on what happens in that season. Mm. Um, there's, there's probably only one or two seasons that don't have a specific Christmas episode, but um, it's still pretty good. And the other one, which I won't be rewatching this year, only because I've been rewatching the series, so I've seen the. I don't want to go back and watch like a random episode when I'm halfway through the series. Off Glee. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> see the Glee Christmas episodes are great because they sing the carols and stuff. Which you're playing on repeat in your car right now. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, but it's good because I mean, Christmas movies are great because you get like the story or whatever. And actually, one of the Glee Christmas episodes does do like. A Christmas angel sort of thing. What would happen if you weren't here? But um, mostly they're just great because, like, it's the story, but they all sing Christmas carols. <laughs> you know, last Christmas, all I want for Christmas is you, like, actual carols. I just listed mm. pop songs, but, you know. <laughs> um, the other two TV shows that I watched that had TV, like, Christmas episodes, not necessarily specials, were my two favourite crime shows, Heartbeat and Blue Healers. So oh, the funny thing is, though, because obviously Heartbeat is British and mm-hmm. Blue Heelers is Australian, the difference in them is, like, the Australian yeah. episodes would be, like, you know, you know yeah. they're Christmas because they've got a Santa hat and they're having a barbecue. And yeah. then that's the, like, snowy, like, um, proper traditional Christmas. Although the Blue Heelers ones, they would usually be, like, two-parters. Oh, so cool. sort of special, but also, but yeah, they but they would be, like, it would just be that it happened at Christmas in the show or, yeah. yeah, it's not like a super special thing. But I really want to go back and rewatch Blue Healers um, this year because I haven't watched it from the start in a couple of years. And it, you know how you, like, read Harry Potter every, couple, every of couple of years? I feel like I need to do that with Blue Healers and Heartbeat. Like, it's been a while since I watched. I can't recite everything off by heart anymore, so I should probably oh, watch no. it again. I know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I want to watch, but I want to, like, for the last few years, every time I felt in the mood, I'd be like, I want to watch an episode with this character, so I'll just pick out an episode. I want to go back and watch more from the start. Oh, cool. Mm. Okay. We'll see if that happens. Now, Christmas music. Okay. So, we've already mentioned, and I think I mentioned it last week, that I have been listening to the Glee Christmas albums. Mm-hmm. Now, as I've already said, I mainly do this. Yes, I love Glee. But also it's like a Christmas compilation CD, so I don't need to have like all the other ones and like I don't have to worry about some random old man singing a Christmas carol when I can have like actors and singers that I like from Glee singing the same song. <laughs> some random old man. Well, like Frank Sinatra. No, but like, you know what I mean? Like you just like, yeah. who is really... It's just really funny the way you said it. That's well, cool. you know what? I would rather hear like Lee Michelle sing that song than like whoever, you know? So I do love your the... out, Frank. Sorry, <laughs> I like. Anyway, I basically um, just think of them as like a Christmas compilation CD. But I do really like the Glee Christmas albums because they have all different really cool songs. One of my I haven't actually looked up. I'm gonna look it up while you list some of your favorite carols. But there's well, um, some of my favorite carols is I don't like Christmas carols <gasps> generally, what? so um, I don't really have any. So sure. sorry, what? Yes, you do. No, not really. No. Come on. Yeah. I'm not I'm not kidding you. 
How can you not have favourite Christmas music? I told you, I'm the Grinch. This is the year that I reform. Until now, we didn't put a Christmas tree up for like 10 years. Oh my God. The only reason that I'm doing Christmas properly this year is because I'm with my partner in our new home and so we're starting new Christmas traditions. But Christmas hasn't actually been that great of a time for me. Um, Like, so, yeah. How did I not know that you don't like Christmas music? Okay, well, yes, I'm going to have to take over this whole segment then. So, wait, I'm, while you're looking things up, can I, just I found it. Oh, okay. Sorry, what can I just say? say one thing? Um, speaking of like people not liking Christmas, it's okay if you don't like Christmas. Well, of course it's just okay. by the way, but there's something that one of my favorite comedians, Sarah Milliken, does every Christmas day, and I can't remember the hashtag, and I'm gonna find it and put it in our show notes. Because you can go on Twitter and it's like a bit of a chat for people who are alone or down at Christmas or like some of the songs, uh, some of the songs, sorry, I looked at Caitlin's phone and it said songs. Um, some of the people will be like, look, I lost a family member and I'm really struggling this Christmas. Or some people will be like, I've got no family and I'm always alone on Christmas. Or some people will just say like, I'm working or, you know, there's a lot of people. And so... If you are alone, it's a good place to find other people. But also if you're not alone but you you might be able to spread some Christmas cheer to other people. She's been doing it for the last few years now and um, I just think it's lovely because, yeah, Christmas isn't great for everyone for whatever reason and that's okay. But also there are places or, like, people you can talk to and reach out to and still have a good day. So, anyway, that's your no, that, that's really service nice. announcement. I'm going to find the link and we will include the hashtag in the show notes yeah that's really nice but um i for one i'm obsessed with christmas music i love christmas carols um so but this song i was going to look up is one that glee had like introduced to me um as and it's called christmas rapping so it's like a rap song christmas rapping haha um (laughs) and it's by the waitresses originally like I've heard it on Glee, but it's by the waitresses. I just couldn't remember who actually sung it. So like the lyrics were all like, bah humbug and everything. And it's like, I'm going to miss Christmas this year or whatever. And then like towards, it's kind of a, it's like a story song sort of. So like towards the end of like the last verse, she like the character, like the, you know, the person in the song who's like hates Christmas and is just going to spend it by herself this year. Go, has to go, is like making Christmas dinner for herself. Um, and forgot cranberry sauce or something very American and like went to like the only place open and like this guy that she's had a crush on like all year is there and then they have like Christmas dinner together and it's like well now I like Christmas (laughs) which I just think is really cute but I just really like that song but what I was going to mention more specifically about Christmas music this year is that Sia released a Christmas album with all original songs. Really? Wow. Yeah. All so she oh didn't just sing like Santa Baby and Jingle Bells or whatever. All original songs. So I'm gonna make gonna make you listen. Not okay. now, obviously, because we'll get sued. But well, if we were good enough to sue. First of all, I don't think Sue cares about us. But no. yes, let's not tempt. Well, me. exactly. So I've listened to a few this afternoon and I have to Puppies of Forever oh yeah so there's a song called Puppies Forever not just for Christmas like it's really cute but um I listened to bits and pieces of them this afternoon and I really just want to buy the whole album and I'll just keep listening to it but um Every Day is Christmas is the name of the album and the song Every Day is Christmas is a really fun song 
um, Ho Ho Ho, I really liked when I listened to it. Stuff like Candy Cane Lane. Oh, and Santa's Coming for Us is kind of like Santa Claus is Coming to Town. These are all original songs, but like Santa yeah. Claus is Coming for Us, Santa's Coming for Us. But the music video for Santa's Coming for Us has Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard playing the parents to like kids. Oh, so my Kristen Bell goodness. is like mouthing the whole thing while she is singing. Oh, I love Kristen Bell, aka oh, Veronica Mars. I know. She'll always be Veronica Mars. So good. Um, so, sorry, I just found this and I just want to talk about it a bit more because I do think it's really great. Um, so the hashtag is join me. Oh, okay. And, um, Sarah has confirmed that she's doing it again this year. Um, and the other thing that is great too, is not just for people who are alone, but if you're with family and you're having a tough time with them or you just need to get away from them or like, you know, it's not necessarily like you think, oh, well, I'm surrounded by family. If you're having any kind of stressful time or yeah. anything on Christmas, Christmas is you a can, very busy and very stressful time of year, and, and you know, there not, is a lot like, of it can bring up family issues as well. I mean, mm-hmm. I I have a very complicated family, so I know all about that, um, and it can sometimes it can make yeah. things worse for people. Um, well, I even have that just because my family's spread out, and it can get a bit. You know, everyone wants to see everyone for Christmas, obviously, but that can't always happen. So maybe yeah. that's something else as well. Maybe um, you want to be with your family and you couldn't afford it or something else got in the way. Yeah, and all you can do is, like, she, she just says in this article I found that, you know, she'll just post what she's watching on telly um, and then they'll just talk about that or, like, she'll kind of post things throughout the day to get people feeling included. Um, and she's actually been doing it for seven years. Um, so... It, but also she says if you like being alone good for you but if you want to take part take part um i had a look at it when i learned about it and it really is a nice thing that you know you can join in and chat even like like i said even if you're having a great christmas and stuff if you want to spend five minutes chatting to people who maybe aren't in the same boat as you that's a nice thing to do too yeah that's really nice. so hashtag join oh wait no sorry it's join in not join me Hashtag join in. Oh, yeah, sorry, it's hashtag join in. I think I might have said join me. So hashtag join in Good. on Twitter, Sarah Millican. Go follow her because she's really funny too. Cool. Okay, so to wrap up our little Christmas discussion. Yes. Unfortunately, we left this till last. You're probably thinking, what the this, hell, better isn't words? Isn't this a bookish podcast? Get to the it's books. A book Unfor- and pop culture Well, podcast. yes, a book and culture pop- podcast. But unfortunately, neither of us have really that much to say about Christmas books because we haven't read that many. No, and all I have to say is that this year I want to read the book that my gorgeous friend Jasmine from Oxford um, got me for Christmas last year. Or maybe it was my birthday or it was like a combined present. Anyway, she sent it to me last year and it's called I'll Be Home for Christmas and it's a compilation of um like short stories oh, cool. from UK YA authors so oh, I would like great. to dip in and dip out of that and I may even start it tonight but I would like to dip in and out of that over Christmas oh, but that's that literally the only Christmas themed book I can think about I, well, I don't know any others I own two um so a lot of people will be familiar with Let It Snow which is three stories that join together sort of at the end and Cute. Um, I like it when they join together. Yeah, so it's John Green, Maureen Johnson, and Lauren Metcalf, I think is her name. Um, I'm just trying to double check. 
Oh, let it snow. So John Green, Maureen Johnson, and Lauren Miracle. Not Metcalf. I don't know where I got that from. <laughs> um, yes, and then the other one is called The Gift by my favourite author, Cecilia Hearn. So I found this book um, in a secondhand shop in, like, September or something, and I just buy whatever Cecilia Hearn book I can see that <laughs> I don't already own because I'm probably going to love it. Like, I'm just going to love it. So I did obviously save it because it's a Christmas book um, to read um, at this time of year, and I'm going to start it this week. So, but um, and actually, also excitingly, I may have bought it this year anyway because it's actually being re released this year Aww, with like a new cover because it was one of her earlier books, so she's yeah, re releasing it. Yeah. yeah, um, so that's really exciting, and I'm really glad because. I mean, I think we've talked about this a little bit before, but, like, if authors want to do that with some of the books that have nice. come out before, maybe they were had a bit more success or something, like, mm. so those earlier books deserve to be loved by more people. And if they can accidentally find new audiences because they think it's a new book, then I'm all That's for it. That's so good. Um, I think I think I saw that that may be happening for Kirsty Eager's books. Oh, that would be great. I know. Her books, um, so she had Raw Blue... And Saltwater Vampires, which I think are out of print now. And I think that Night Beach may also be out of print. And then she switched publishers and, and released Summer Skin. Released Summer Skin. And I think that they're going to be re-releasing her old books, but I'm not sure. I think I just have a vague memory of seeing an Instagram comment about that, but I'm really sorry if that's not true. In any case, her earlier books are amazing and I think they're out of print now. So it's yeah, it'd be Borrow good. It would be really good life. if um if we could get her books again because yeah her books are great yeah that'd be awesome so if you have more Christmassy book recommendations for us please tell us because the only other Christmases in books that I can really remember is like the Christmas chapters of every Harry Potter book which I also love because mm. I always go to the Weasleys which is really <laughs> nice um also if you want to talk about a Christmas prince please hit me up because oh I've just God. seen everyone talking about it on net, on Twitter and I just want to join in and that's why I watched it. And it's yeah. just, oh, Stay please. tuned because let's I'll probably, talk about it. Let's I'll probably about have it. watched it by next week. So stay tuned oh. for my raving review. I'm so excited. It's just so funny. Oh, I just am so ready to watch some Hallmark movies this year because, like, what better time of year is there to be, like, watching a Hallmark rom com you know, Christmas movie that's just full of love and joy and <laughs> friendship and snowflakes and whatever while you're, like, you know, making gingerbread or wrapping presents or whatever it may be. Like, yeah. I just want to do that. Yeah, it sounds good. Anyway, um, we should probably wrap this up. Speaking of wrapping. Pun intended. <laughs> wrap this up. Um, we hope that your Christmas shopping is going well and that there are heaps of books on your list because everybody loves books. Yes, everybody loves books. Um, but also, if you haven't bought any yet, go and buy Eliza because, I mean, Girl Logic by Eliza Schlesinger because it's freaking amazing. Yeah. I'm just going to be plugging it forever now, but add that to your Christmas list. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, Christmas shopping going well. This is not the end. Obviously, we're talking about Christmas, but it's not Christmas just yet. We just had to get it get it out of our system in the middle of the festive season so yes. that maybe you can 
go watch A Christmas Prince. Or tell or, us more movies to watch, please. Yes, tell us more movies to watch. Tell us where your favourite Christmas music is. Tell us more Christmas books to read because we definitely do not have enough Christmas books to read. Absolutely not. I also yeah. don't have time to read them, but please do let us cool. know anyway. I do, so tell me. Okay. Well, um, you can keep up with what we're reading and watching and all that sort of stuff if you sign up to our newsletter, which comes out every Wednesday, same day as the podcast, and you can find it at our website, betterwords.com. That's not our website. No, betterwordspodcast.com. Yeah. Whoops. You can find it at our <laughs> website, betterwordspodcast.com. Yeah, so sign up for our newsletter there. Um, make sure you're following us on social media at Better Words Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And please follow us as well. You'll find all our links and everything there. And please leave us a rating or review on whatever you're listening to this podcast on, which, by the way, is should be iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Libsyn, Castbox. Castbox. What else are we on? I'm not sure what else we're on. If there's something <laughs> that you're using that we're not on, let us know. We want to make sure that we're everywhere we should be. Yes. We love you so much for listening and thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful Christmas. Enjoy the festive season. Eat lots of gingerbread. Go on a Christmas lights tour. Listen to the carols, even if you don't like them that much. <laughs> Watch the Grinch. Watch the Grinch. Watch Elf. You know... Eat Caramello Santas and chocolate coins and Christmas pudding and <laughs> I just sneezed. <laughs> and I was time... just like, I was just like, okay, Caitlin, come Sorry. on, wrap it up, wrap it up, and she sneezed. I love Christmas. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.